See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hello, all of you out there in listener land. This is Slow Robot Go-Go. Big show number 136. And uh, you'd think that if since I've been doing this 2000 and, since 2004, it wouldn't take me 35 minutes to start the computer, but guess what? Bad news bears for me. It did. But hey, it started now. I found the little record button and clicked it. So, if you're here for B through Z grade movie reviews, welcome. You found the right place. If you're here to talk about, you know, feelings, you found the wrong podcast. Click off now. Uh, who's with me, as always? Spectrum Morbius. From Parts Unknown. We're not talking about feelings. We're no, talking no, about... Even though, even though, like, I do have feelings. <coughs> not, not me. Not necessarily for these two movies that we did. I've well, there are some feelings, but... Some are positive and some are negative. I've killed all my feelings with booze. Good for so, you. <coughs> yes. And your brain cells. Just filled with hatred and, and dullard. Yeah. Dullardry. Dullardry? Yeah, welcome to yeah. America. Nice. <coughs> okay, anyway, yes. And this is if you're keeping track at home, this is week three with a bad cold. So that's cool, huh? Yeah, there's yeah. cold, actually. Now that, now that coughing and hacking has really sunk deep into my sinuses and lungs, so now all the muscles are starting to pull every time I cough 900 times. So now, or you know, yeah, you know, the fact that you're coughing and hanging, so you might as well just start smoking because it's not going to make any difference. You might get some mm. enjoyment. You got a good it, point. You know? well, yeah, you should take up Pall Mall non filters. Camels unfiltered and yeah. go to town. Live it up, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Remember, it was, yeah. wasn't no, not Johnny. What was it? Live it up. Uh, when he, I don't uh, know. Uh, that's a Breakfast Club. Um, uh, I don't remember. I huh? know that movie, but I don't remember the line. Yeah, I watched a lot. It was when he was like, my old man for Christmas gave me a carton of cigarettes and grabbed me and said, live it up, Johnny. Oh, yeah, the great Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, yes. All right, who cares? So, yes, this is big show number 136. Uh, Why is this big show? It's always a big show. Oh, okay. It's not the big show, but it's a big show. Okay. If you want to learn or listen to more different podcasts, go to bunchofdorks.com. There's three buttons there. The top one is Slow Robot A Go-Go, where you go peruse our catalog of many, many B through Z grade movies that we've reviewed over the years. The middle one is Two Dimension Podcast. I believe that has no direction, but it does talk about comic books. And existential <coughs> philosophy. Nice. That's always important to, to weave in to your comic book talk. That, definitely. And, uh, and then the bottom one is a Bunch of Dorks, the long-running, long, long, long-running show where, uh, you know, dorks talk about nothing and uh, play music. And there's bunches of them. Yes, bunches yeah, all over. That, that's up to 282 shows. So if you're <coughs> trapped in a cubicle and you really want to kill time, well, that's the one you're going to want to, once you hit that vein of stupidity, you're going to want to dig that out and listen to it uh, all the way through to the end. And if, you, and if you listen to all three of them, you get a special prize from us. The prize of knowledge. Yep. Of, and, and Of pop culture and greatness. You'll be smarter, chicks will dig you, and you'll have more money. All those are lies. But anyway, uh, what do you got going on, Dr. Morbius, from Parts Unknown? Nightmare. My blog, my blog of comics, more comics, because if you didn't get enough from Two Dimension, well, you can go to Destination Nightmare and get more, more for free, free of charge. Folks. Free? All that's free. for free? All that's for free. What, wait, now what would you pay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, free comics, man. You go on there, you read them. I, the scans that I have, I post them on there. A lot of horror, sci-fi, 50s, 60s, 70s, wow. classic stuff. So if you're like learning, if you want to like learn about comic book comics and the history of comics, yes. that's where to go. You can, Destination you can, you Nightmare. You can hear us talking about them. And if you want to go to this this show's actual site, you can go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, right. and that's just there for your amusement. And there's pictures and um, <clears throat> downloads and stuff like that. Sure, why not? Why not? All right, what did you watch this week, man? Okay, well, I didn't watch a movie, but I did watch our two movies. Yeah. We I, almost, I almost watched them back-to-back last night, but I just gave up during the middle of the second one. Not because it, I hated it, just because uh, just, I just got tired, but I almost yeah. did the double feature. Yeah. You know, the drive-in double feature, as, as I like to think of them. But at yeah. any rate, what did I watch this week? Okay, I was going through my favorite TV channel, once again, YouTube, and I typed in Pink Floyd. So I go, well, let's watch a Floyd concert or something like that. I never realized that they actually did a um, 
they actually shot on video or film or whatever one of the wall shows from 1980 that they did and they have it on uh, YouTube it's not the greatest quality but it's there but yeah. it's there you know and it was nice. interesting to see what a big spectacle they did back then and it was oh, actually not bad they only did four shows two in no, England that, and two in New York those were incredible yeah, yeah they had giant puppets and all that crap you know and then it was very well done. I mean, again, the quality is not great, but the audio is fine, and you can see them doing their things. And it's 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 more theatrical than anything else. But um, it's an interesting record, you know. I mean, it's not a re it's a record that got a lot of a, a play, an overplay, and it wasn't. It's almost like something. Whereas it is a Pink Floyd record, but it almost seems to me more like a Roger Waters solo record in a lot of ways. You know? Like a concept album from yeah, Roger Waters. Yeah, about him yeah. mostly than you know than anybody else. The other ones seem to be more collaborative, but it's a it's a really good record, and of course, if you go on YouTube, you can see he's taking the show on the road now. Yeah. There's there's actual film of a video of his shows because he did a couple hundred of them, so you can see that too. And com contrast and compare now. Of course, it's more technically advanced, and you know, in the way that they do things. But for 1980, what they did on those four shows is pretty amazing. What they did. That's you know? awesome, it's man. Good stuff, but yeah. They um, <clears throat> I know they're coming out with a new album this year. In November, yeah, they're know, coming but out. It's going to be like. Stuff Mostly they, instrumental. Instrumental stuff that they had laying around. They just kind of reworked it a little bit. I'm gonna. I'm getting it, of course, in vinyl. I'm gonna buy it up and. Uh, yeah, why not? I love. I you have. Can get a download I have anyway. so much Pink Floyd. I have like almost all Pink Floyd. Um, <laughs> I have. I mean, I like. I bought over my lifespan. I bought like. I bought a big box set of all their first ones up to. Oh yeah. Okay. Dark Side of the Moon up to like everything, and it's a weird one. You have it's, all those. Uh, it's in a box they set. Did yep, soundtracks. Stuff. Yep, for Adam Hart Mother and uh, what was that other one More, that they did? And More. By <clears throat> yeah, and Omogoma and all that. Piper at the Gates of Dawn is one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I just kept buying them because I really do like them. I really do enjoy the band. It's a shame that they grew apart, but what are you gonna do? You know. Yeah, well, that always <laughs> happens. You know, yeah, when the band, yeah. when somebody in the band like decides that. You know, they whatever. actually are doing more of the work than the other ones, yeah, or well, whatever. Well, well Rogers, Rogers, <coughs> Roger Waters, I believe, quit. Yeah, yeah. And he thought they were going to quit, and they didn't, and he got kind of peeved about that. So, yeah. obviously, he thought he was Pink Floyd, but, but in all honesty, all that's under the water now. Everybody's Doesn't matter. Cool, yeah. You know, they actually show up every once in a while and the, play. The grim specter of impending death usually f fixes those kind of things. Yeah, you know? even though Roder Waters won't be on the <laughs> pen new Pink Floyd records, but the late Rick w Wright will be because yeah. they had some of his stuff still sitting around, so they just reworked it a I'm little I'm actually bit. really excited about getting it. I mean, I, I hope it's not shenanigans where it's just a cash grab, which it might be, I but whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just hope that, like, David Gilmore sings more than one song. I know that I know there's at least one song that's got vocals on it. Right. I would like that to be more than one, but we'll see. So that's it. Yep. All right. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I say wow, like I saw that many more. Well, I, that, I, well, <coughs> the reality is that I don't have Netflix right now, but we'll talk about that more on BOD. Yes, we will. Wink. Uh, cross promo. Okay. So uh, I wa I watched a spoofy movie from the '80s called It Came from Somewhere Else. Um. Okay. This this movie was made for actually zero dollars. Uh, it I it was I don't even know how to describe it. They made a lot of really good tongue in cheek jokes. It was almost like the Zucker Zucker Brothers. Uh huh. It's the almost like guys. yeah, it's the airplane guys. It's almost like they spoofed the early early fifties sci fi movies. <clears throat> but. And it was it was just an odd movie. It was very I don't want to say uneven. It was just kind of like it was one of those approaches where they they threw it was just nonstop visual sight gags or or some kind of joke like where it, it, that's all they did. It was just nonstop barrage of jokes. So of course I can remember like a, a couple chuckles. No no none of those like belly laughs. That was so funny. And it was but you could tell it was done for nothing. I mean these were just people that were standing around were in the movie kind of thing no you know, actors that, that to know. <clears throat> nobody nobody nothing zero but i can I, it's one of those that just probably is going to become a cult classic if it ever gets enough traction you know all those cult movies they only they only become cult movies because like tarantino says it's funny or somebody comes out and says wow this is really funny because uh, otherwise it's just lost in a sea of all the other dregs out there you know 
Uh, but it's but I I admired it. I mean, it would be no different than if me and you decide to make a movie. You know what I mean? Like where you're like, well, it would be know. the most hateful nihilistic <laughs> movie ever made, probably. And no, so and it you was, all would love it. I don't hate it. I I wouldn't like say most people wouldn't like it. I'll say it that way. I liked it enough because I love that genre of movie. So I got most of the winks and nods towards. So if you have Netflix discs uh, service and you, which I'm probably the only person in the world that does still, <laughs> and uh, and you want it, you know, you like you like that kind of stuff, go out and get that. <clears throat> the other one I got, which was which I was waiting forever for this, uh, was called Hollywood's Hot Wheels. Now, this is like one of those documentaries that for, they must have one copy of them. Again, this is a Netflix disc. Like I have, I have that plan that has three discs that is in the, uh, and the uh, in the streaming, of course. Now, some of them, when it says very long wait by it, I have like three or four of those that are at the top, because it it's just going to go down to your fourth and fifth. It's going to just bypass those till it gets them. Those must be literally movies that they have one of, you know. And this was one of them. This was about Hollywood customs. It had Burris. It had that uh, Jeffries, that Dave Jeffries. All these guys that made these great cars that we know and love growing up. You know, the Batmobile, the Green Hornets. Um, what's the yeah, name of that thing? The, the Black Beauty. Black Beauty. Like it had all those cars. All these makers. Uh, even Kit, Knight Rider's Kit. You know, <clears throat> so it highlighted all of those and also talked a lot about the influence uh, movies and have on custom culture so it was a really great documentary i really loved it a lot uh you know i knew most of the stuff but that's okay you know when you're watching these documentaries it's it's neat to listen to their perspective where they're talking about it you know even because they even went into the you know the 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 beach party movies how that affected custom culture and it almost talked about like societal um society's view and their influence and the movie's influence like corman was there talking about his stuff because I didn't know that Dave Jeffries made those hot rods for Death Race 2000. I thought they were just kit cars. Yeah, I did too. But apparently he, they said, you know, Corman went over and said, okay, you have four days and 20 bucks. Make a car. Make cars, you know, and Dave Jeffries did it. But, um, <clears throat> and then they went through all the iterations. Like, then they talk about in the 70s, you know, when um, they got away from the ultra customs because they kind of fell out of favor and people were getting more back to just traditional cars, and then, you know, Vanishing Point came out, and stuff like that. Like, it was a really great, uh, I'd advise if you can get a hold of it, or if you can watch it somehow, watch it, you know. If you have a disc service, put it on the top, because you're going to wait about half a year for it. I waited, like, f- I think five months, six months. Damn. Just sat there, like, laughing at me. Somebody's probably got it in their house. <laughs> hey, wh- hey, look, there's a Netflix yeah, disc. Lift up your beer. Back. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, but, yeah. so, you know, that's all I watched this week. Very... Uh, the documentary one was really good. I, I went out and got a couple more off YouTube, like Hot Rod and Custom Culture uh, documentaries. But that one was good, you know. And it had a, a younger. Um, this is from '99, so <clears throat> it had, of course, Ratfink. Uh, Ed Roth was there, and he was a little bit younger and still goofier. You know, well, he had, we all. you know, he had his top hat and he had like that tiger, different colored tiger jacket on and stuff. He's he's funny. He was he must have been a very funny guy to hang around with. I think, you know, he's talking about this stuff. All right, that's it for me. Let, we'll, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with... Uh, which one are we going to do first? This is another movie twofer. We're actually kind of leaning towards doing this more often, I think. We're, yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna, so. The, list, the lists were fun, but they kind of ran their course, you know. So we're it's probably easy gonna, enough to do, and, you get, and it's more bang for your buck. More bang for your buck. You, the listener, get more out of your free podcast that you listen to every week. Exactly. All right, well, we'll be right back. You the geek that's been blowing up our natural monuments? Bruce Lee is gone, but his supreme style of fighting goes on and on in Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Bruce Lee, he's more than a memory to his millions of brothers of all colors, and now he's back. Hear Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talk about the mysterious death of his close friend and teacher, Bruce Lee, and see exciting footage of Jabbar and Lee in actual martial arts competition. Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Bruce Lee, the Muhammad Ali of martial arts, who fought his way from the ghettos of Hong Kong and San Francisco to become the most exciting fighting legend of our time 
and now he's back. Terry Levine presents an Aquarius Films release. Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. Listen to the flight of the vampire bats summoned from Hades to kill, to destroy. See Kiss of the Vampire in color. I, uh, I, I don't want to hurt anybody. It's strange concern for someone who make bombs. I didn't know anybody I was blowing up. I didn't think about it. Who are you? I'm Laura, your new neighbor. You all right? She's beautiful. Say something clever. I fell on my bottom. No. All right, tucked deep in that little, in that ca- casserole of sound effects and trailers was two trailers from the same movie that we're doing this week, Robo Chick. Robo. Robo dash C dot H dot I dot C, which stands for what is it? computerized humanoid intelligence. Clone? Yeah, something like that. I don't. I, I missed that part. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, this, this was a VHS when I saw the box art. Oh yeah. This is a VHS that I saw a million times back in the old days in the video store. Oh, you didn't watch the movie though. You saw the. No, no, I never watched it because I was like, whatever, you know. But uh, I never heard of this movie or saw it before. We were yeah. perusing last week. We were looking around for some. Uh, yeah. The the, the, <clears> the gimmick is that it's starring Playboy Playmate Kathy Shower. She's the executive producer, too. Of course, she's in, like, what, three scenes in this movie, and that's <laughs> about it. So I'm guessing we're doing this one first, then we'll do the other one in the second? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Um. W- yeah, which is because she quit <laughs> during the movie, yeah. which means um, that's always bad news. If yeah. an executive producer says, you know what, I'm tapping out of this one early and leaves, you know. Yeah, get somebody else. So they got another... <laughs> woman who's you know comedic actress you know nice looking and uh you know she did her best the only one that you could really see was somebody different was in that bank yeah. heist or something where it was clearly like who is this you know what i mean like all the other ones were shot kind of uh you didn't really notice a difference you know yeah and at the end it was a, at the end it was kathy shower and somewhere in the middle they had a couple of scenes with her but it was mostly the other lady i think her name is Ju- judy davidson who did you yeah. know most of the movie she didn't do much after but uh it's back because she was okay i mean i thought she was all right th- she had th- funny yeah. expressions yeah this movie had a lot of people that actually went on to do other things it wasn't a complete well, Burt ward obviously was from <clears throat> is in this yeah. movie. he was tv's robin yeah Burt ward which he was he played a funny character he like was he, all right. he just kept saying the same line over and over my name is harry truman Something. Uh, Peterson. Peterson, and I'm here. I, I'm, you know, I have bombs planted all over the city. He's kind of chubby, but <clears> funny. <throat> yeah, very odd. This is a very. This is uh, straight from the '80s, like. And at the very end, you got uh, famous comedian Jack Carter. Who's that? Remember at the end, the, the second Mad Scientist. Oh yeah. That's Jack Carter. That's like oh. a famous old time, you know, like comedian from the '50s, '60s, '70s. It always on like Ed Sullivan and Dean Martin and all those shows. I was glad that they didn't have. At first, I was like, "Oh no, don't do this," where they have like the good professor also play double role as the bad professor. Like you know how they do that sometimes. Where, and I was like, "Oh, don't do it." But then they didn't because although that the the professor who made Robo Chick was complete over the top goofball. Um but it wasn't horrible. No. It wasn't it wasn't that kind of goofball where you're like, Oh my god, just get the camera off this clown. He was funny enough. He was, I, he don't, was, I don't know. He, it was, he worked he worked <laughs> it fine. I mean his accent was silly enough that it wasn't like <coughs> unacceptable or anything like right, that. Right. You know. It wasn't it was over the top and silly, but it didn't get on my nerves as it might get on somebody else's nerves. I don't know. It depends on yeah. your, you know, yeah. Cause state it, of mind. So basically, this is just a, um, <clears throat> I don't know, what what, is, what would you say they melded together? RoboCop? It seems like they have Knight Rider, too. Knight Rider, because that, that they used a Pontiac for Fiero. Um, if you know what that car is, it's a tiny little two, two-seater Pontiac that came out mid-80s. It only lasted a couple years. It was a... They were kind of cool when they came out, but they were very poorly designed. They had problems with engine fires and overheating. It, they were, they just weren't a good. They weren't a well-built car. Uh. Um, so they used this thing as like the robo car then, 
Um, <clears throat> yeah. So what's the story here? They basically, uh, uh, this mad scientist makes up a, a, a computerized nude woman for uh, for good to fight, to, to put balance in the earth. Yeah, uh, for evil, you know, to combat evil, <clears throat> and then, um, not nude, but she, I mean, she's nude a, quite a bit, but they never show, they don't show a whole lot. It's always like back to the camera stuff. Well, at the beginning, yeah. they, they they gave you the gratuitous shot because he's making her. At the, yeah, it's like yeah. a Frankenstein, which is what which is RoboCop is, and yeah, you know, Knight Rider, and it's very 80s. It's not as 80s sounding as like the music. I don't think was as 80s as well. Then again, I take that back. Maybe there were some scenes with the music. There's something about 80s movies that are like always annoying, but they may be like annoying in a good way to some people. Is the freaking music? It's got yeah. the, everybody was enamored with synthesizers and electronic oh, drums back dude, then. Synth, crazy synthesizer music, and, and uh. I don't know. It doesn't age well. <clears throat> One of the things that I always... I just started noticing. I didn't realize it at the time. Because I'm a child of the 80s. That's when I was in my young teens. <clears throat> or, well, no. I mean, just teens. That yeah, was, you know. yeah. Um, I didn't realize how 70s the 80s really were. In a way, yeah. In um, a way. Now that Not I've, fashion-wise, but like... Well, uh, even fashion-wise. Even everything. Like, they tried to make it different, but it really wasn't. Uh, Girls still wore the big high p- pumps. They had the. They still. Yeah, but that, that poofy hair is from the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and there are there are some things that are completely eighties, and I yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. I understand there's a difference, but there's still what. Looking back now, with 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 two thousand teens eyes, you go, wow, there was still a lot of like residual leftover. Well, they still had the. Uh, I can't think of the word right now, but it's on the tip of my tongue. The 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 feel. The, of the 80s is still the exploitation people were still this was their last gasp you know right and right, these right. aren't maybe not the originals but the people that were like inspired by the originals so these guys are like doing their best to do their imitation of a Roger Corman movie right right this movie I don't know if it, it could have been made by Fred Olin Ray or somebody like that you know that would have been I looked up who made it I forget but yeah it was kind of like eh. and these are also the <laughs> movies that I think I'm not 100% sure but I, I believe that stuff like this was made almost directly for uh, video but this could have played in theaters because it has a it has a trailer to it yeah. you know? it could have played in theaters but that was a thing too a lot of movies were made direct for video because that was the big revolution according mm. in the early 80s with the MTV thing you also had the VHS thing so it was a glorious the time in a lot VHS, of ways they, they I think at first people were like I don't know if it's going to hit and then when it did oh my and God. the world swelled with these video stores they couldn't crank these out fast enough. Yep. And all you really had to do was uh-huh. fill an hour and a half and have somebody make up a cool-looking cover. Yes. And you had instantly had a classic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, look at Gator Bait. Look at I Spit on Your Grave. These Those are, are 70s movies. Well, yeah, but but I mean, like, when the video craze hit, they just re- they packaged them, made sure the box looked cool enough, and off to the races. You couldn't... Every store had at least one of them. And there were so many stores... You can't even express well, it. Well, you know? back in the 60s and 50s, what they would do was they would make a poster and they would sell the poster. And then when the poster was, when the poster people bought it, go, that sounds like a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I want it to play. Then they would go out and make the movie. So yeah. the poster mm-hmm. sold the movie. Whereas nowadays in the 80s in the VHS, the video box sold the movie too. So you didn't mm-hmm. ever saw it. So you're going like, oh, well, this looks good. Let's go watch it. And then it's. You know, hit or miss. It's, if you're a younger listener now, you it's hard for you to understand the event that was oh my God. visiting the video store. I I would spend hours there oh, yeah. every week. I mean, I would go there at least two or three times a day or, or a week. I mean, uh, to my local Blockbuster or my local wherever, and literally I would go up and down every aisle, and you'd look at every cover. You'd just kind of like look, and you'd you'd kind of say, well, I'll maybe this one might is a possibility or. What you're in the mood for, you know, what you want to do, and uh, it's just, it, it's it, you don't understand it now because everything is so convenient. You just click a button and steal it, or click a button and watch it on Netflix streaming or whatever. But it, it's 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 really was a, an event and kind of it was it was kind of cool too. I didn't like the weekends where you like your video oh rental my God. times and and then you had to like plan it. You're like, okay, if I get there Friday mid-morning is my best chance of getting a couple of good ones to have for the weekend because if I wait too long, if it's if it's 5 o'clock on a Friday, everything will be gone because everyone leaves work, goes right there, 
and they would get the 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 best movies because you'd have them the extra day over the weekend. And, and, you know, so you had to, like, slim pickings if you get there late on a Friday, you know. It was like there was strategy involved. It was really funny. It was a really interesting time, you know. Yeah, well, for me, it was interesting in the sense that um, me and my friend would used to go on the weekends. And the good thing about the video stores, especially where I lived, which was in uh, South Florida, where there was, like, so many mom-and-pop stores. Right, right. And they had, like, you would go to each one. It was like going into a different world of video, you know. Uh-huh. You'd go to, like... The one near your house, and it was like, oh, okay, they got this. Well, let's try the one on the other side of town. And they had, oh, yeah, they got this. So we'd be renting, like, five movies and dubbing them. (laughs) And then, like, you know, taking them back the next day and then, like, watching them throughout the week. or Not watching them, but it was something that you had. And it was a movie a lot of times that didn't play on TV or even better it was the same movie you saw on TV but unedited yeah so you got to see all the good stuff that you missed out Blood and Guts <laughs> TNA whatever it is so that was like an eye-opening experience and it was also the advent of the VHS machine too which was the gateway the gateway, gateway drug, drug man, yeah. into like the world of <laughs> B-movie you know cinema and then you had cable it was like it was insane it was like yeah. cable I mean now of course you have streaming and YouTube and Roku and all that stuff which you get all sorts of crap and then reality is that all, a lot of our movies that we do we get them from YouTube so yeah. I mean you know it's it's a different way of of Getting, achieving yeah. the goal of you know watching cheesy movies and talking about them and one of the things I'm not sure if why it is everything now new B movies seemed like the, seem like they're forced and fake now uh, they're not necessarily but compare, I don't know if it's maybe if it's just because these older ones have stood the test of time and they've been around so long. You're like, well, you know, what I mean, like this is a cheeseball movie and everyone knows about Killdozer and everyone knows about. There's yeah, some out there yeah. that are kind of like hilariously have you know they just keep hanging around. And then and then you have ones like even like that one I was talking about from the 80s that no one ever heard of. You know, it, it was all like kind of made that way. Yeah. You know, and you're like, eh, I like the ones that were a B movie on accident by accident they yeah. they went out with they really no. hoped it would work and it, and it just didn't yeah. and you're like you know that, that's kind of cool too yeah I, I guess what you are referring to is like trauma <laughs> yeah you know I don't get I don't dig trauma I mean yeah whatever uh, you know it's like they're, it's like they're trying too hard to be wacky they're trying too hard and everything's trying too hard you know yeah, but anyway what are we talking about here anyway we, robo chip yeah let's divert back to our so actual anyway, movie anyway you got yeah. Burt Ward the evil mad scientist he's creating atomic bombs or nuclear Bob nuclear, no thermonuclear right. bombs. Yeah, because he was, wants to be more popular and get girls. Yeah, like it was one of the things. Some of the things about this movie were like kind of head scratching. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, this guy, one of the one of the where I really actually laughed a lot was he's calling into this local news station where there's a smart guy and a ditzy girl who's pretty. You know, and she, that's like the shtick with that. So he's calling into this this newscaster, and there's cops behind him. Like he's at a payphone, and he has this written out oh, thing yeah, he's saying, yeah, yeah, and he cool. looks behind him, and there's a cop there. And then as he's saying these horrible things, more co- more cops keep up. standing in line, and they're eating donuts, and no one they don't care. They're not listening, you know. Yeah, right. And it was really like a jab at the police forces, and it was just, but it worked. Like it made me laugh because he's he's sitting there, and he has this prepared speech, and he's like. My name is uh, oh damn. Harry Truman. Harry Truman, something or, other. something or other. Yeah, I have placed thermonuclear bombs all over the world, all over the most important places. And he goes and St. Louis. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I was like, like there was so many little things written in there that were just so dumb and funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he, so then he's like, meet me at this, at this park, and I'll and I'll give you the exclusive, you know. So he's surrounded by by reporters and this was very 80s this is the part where you're like wow this is 80s you know the fashions and the everything was just seeped in 80s you know and he's his list of demands where I want a billion dollars but I want them in 10s 20s and 100s that were marked for destruction that way I'm not stealing this (laughs) is stuff and I'm going to give them to he was like because then I can give them to people and you know it kind of makes the world a better place I think he was making a jab at trickle down economics right I guess <laughs> and then yeah, the yeah, second yeah, one yeah, was right. like I want I want to be left alone don't try and get me I want to be like 
uh, Johnny Appleseed, I think you said at some point. And, he, and then he also, then the third one was like, I want girls to like me. And not like just go on a date with me. I mean, he means like me for who I am, you know. Yeah. It, it's just, and then the cops come and arrest him. And it was very silly and funny. But anyway, at the same time, Dr., uh, oh, what was his name? He had a stupid name. I can't remember <laughs> what his name was. Anyway, the mad doctor is creating RoboChick, his, his uh, do-gooder crime his fighter. His greatest creation. Yeah, right. Because yeah, this, this cheeseball German accent was bad. And she's like got this smoking body, but this this goofball, like, blonde... Uh, poodle hair. Poodle hair, it, It's like a poodle. It looked like a poodle on her head. Yeah, so she's like... He's, after he's done making her, she's like... He's like, well, you put some clothes on because you're, you know... Distracting you're kinda, me. He's you're said, distracting I, me or whatever. So she's like his do-gooder, superhero, robocop woman. He's teaching her, like, her powers. And then you start to see what her powers are. You know, obviously, super strength. And she's got some kind of, like time warp thing or something or her hands make of of like a throw shield or yeah yeah like it's very it was a really weird effect too they didn't and she and she's like <clears throat> telepathy mental telepathy and all yeah, this she stuff. could tune into every radio yeah or yeah. every radio frequency and yeah tell where things were super strength she could lift uh yeah she could know, yeah she could knock <laughs> people out lift people up and then, yeah, at first she's like in her, you know, gown or whatever, but her, her, um, whatchamacallit, a uh, medical thing. But then they give her like some really 80s, uh, yeah. you know, punk, uh, whatever you punk want to call dominatrix it. Punk dominatrix kind of looking thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the 80s. Yeah. It was funny. It was nice. <clears throat> yeah, and later on we get introduced to Robocar, but, you know, but right. we're getting so, ahead of ourselves there. Yeah, and then, and it's, she's doing this thing where she's mimicking everything he does and says. Yeah. And at first it's kind of weird, but then you realize it's actually kind of funny um, that she's because every exaggerated uh, gesture or saying he the doctor says she does the same thing while she's either repeating it, uh, parroting, yeah. or she's saying something else but doing the same gesture. And she does that. She actually carries that. She does a good job of carrying that on throughout the whole movie. She's pretty much. Yeah. Um, where where if somebody says something, she's using the same body language as them but saying something different it, it's very subtle yeah but funny you know and and then you get introduced you get introduced to a bunch of different characters you get the uh, the, the bu- motorcycle with this bundle the bumbling motorcycle the the satan's minions oh, the, but they actually they misspelled <laughs> it so it's satan's onions satan's onions that's what the jacket says they misspelled it uh and they're they're like haplessly rob a, a this diner yeah, and they're just like this is one of those weird scenes. I'm I'm glad they didn't go. It, this is like oh, this is gonna go rapey, isn't it? And but nah, they didn't. Comedy. Yeah, and that's what I, I was kind of glad this movie didn't do any of that shit. Like, even though at the <clears> beginning there was that scene where those two guys were going after the one, one of the because the there's girl. also the crime boss, and but <laughs> right. the Robo chick breaks that up, and that was good. Yeah, you know, I, I, like. I don't know if I'm getting more sensitive to it or if I'm just sick of seeing it. Things get rapey so much. In B-movies, I'm yeah. so tired of it. Like, yeah, of course. In just, B-movies, just yeah. Just make it stop it. Just stop it. You know what I mean? Like, what do you... Can you just knock it off? You know what I mean? Like, but they don't. And But this one was pretty, pretty good. Um, the one time that there was uh, one, of the, one of the girls that was the crime boss's, like, cocaine, one of his many women that were just around because of the drugs... She got sick of it and ran out of the limo, <clears throat> and then the two goons, which one of them was a gigantic guy. Yeah, yeah. I looked him up, and I he wasn't in anything else. But the guy was probably six, seven. Yeah, he and was he tall. was big. Yeah, he was a big dude. Um, <clears throat> and she th- then Robo Chick says, "I must go help a citizen" or something, and runs in and uh, beats him up, and and then um, then the girl goes away, but turns out to go goes back anyway yeah so you got you got the crime boss <coughs> you got the motorcycle gang and then you got some cheesy mayor who's like i don't know kind of slimy or all over the place yeah the mayor is like an 80s coke uh, cocaine guy yeah there's a lot of <coughs> cocaine uh doing in this and then and the and his the chief of police is this small guy who hates the the the, the news guy because the news guy is always making fun of his height yeah something like yeah, that yeah. it was very strange his stature <coughs> yeah it you know, it was okay. It worked. It wasn't too bad, you know. Um, it gets very convoluted. <laughs> it you does. you got these storylines going on. Basically, everybody wants the bomb. Yeah. Because the guy said, I want a billion dollars, the crime boss says, oh, if I, if I kidnap this guy, Burt Ward, then I'll have the billion dollars. 
And then the motorcycle guy meets him in jail and realizes he's a ticket to money. So the motorcycle gang kidnaps Burt Ward. And then the the mayor kind of gets in cahoots with the crime boss because of the women and cocaine. Yeah. So then he's in cahoots. So everyone <laughs> is out for Burt Ward so they can have the power. Yeah. And Robo Chick's kind of haplessly... She doesn't do a lot of crime foiling. She's just no. kind of standing around and... No, she does a few fights here and there, but all she does is, like, push a guy, and the guy, like, flies against yeah. the wall or I whatever. I thought there'd be a lot more, yeah, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess the lady was a, really wasn't a uh, action fi- star, action, yeah. you know. So at one point, um, the crime boss does seize control. They have, Bert, they have Burt Ward, and they have the thermonuclear and, 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 devices. And one of them, I think it was a motorcycle gang, their, their deal was their, their deal to unite forces or whatever, give them Burt Ward or whatever, was they wanted the, the cops to stop enforcing no, crime. No, that wasn't the, that was the crime boss. He right. says he said if you stop if you stop enforcing uh the the stopping of crime, my crime, then I'll turn off the bomb. Oh yeah. Okay. And they agreed to it because the mayor is fondling a woman and doing coke and then they just yeah. then they show the whole city going to hell because now the the gangs run everything and they're laughing they're robbing banks and laughing oh that, that, that some of that was really made me laugh like <laughs> they come out of a bank the two the two goons and they like they're like laughing and shooting in the air for no reason and then they like did that weird like where they go to shake hands and oh, then, yeah, they, then they like move. then they put their they shook <laughs> each other's legs like it was really funny it was stupid you know just yeah, stupid, stupid uh yeah. goofballery you know yeah, it was almost know. like three stooges like or whatever yeah 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 yeah, and then um, but yes. good. But then and the, the the gag with the Robo car takes off to to help Robo chick, who's falling in love with the newscaster. That's like another kind and of the plot. Newscaster doesn't realize she's a robot. Yeah, which is like okay, and he had this moral stance against that when he found out he was yeah, appalled. And I'm like, I don't think he'd really care. But yeah. anyway, so then uh, if anything, you'd be like, I wonder what Robo parts are you know you have yeah. going on. But then. <laughs> then Robocar is chasing her, and the guy, the doctor runs out and says, and says, follow that car to this cab, and goes to get in, and the, and the taxi chases it without him in it. For the rest of the movie, that taxi is chasing that Robocar. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole movie, the ro- like that, that running gag of this taxi is always following the Robocar. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. really dumb and funny, and at one point, the, the taxi driver comes out and demands money from the newscaster and the newscaster pays him and he goes back in the car and keeps following him it was really it was like one of those things where you like if you notice it you start laughing because you're like they're really seeing this through you know what I mean like they're, this is gonna yeah, happen yeah yeah exactly you know? yeah. but and, and the, the, of course at the end you know Robocop Robo, Robo Chick gets knocked out from the evil scientist there's an evil scientist it that pops up. It was Jack up. Carter, who was the yeah. nemesis of the good scientist. Which is another plot point. Like this yeah. had too many plot lines. Yeah, there. and then basically, like Burt <laughs> Ward's being held like in a in a building where the mad scientist, the evil scientist, is, and he goes, "If you can bring Robo Chick over here, and you can get her to stand on this like uh, Metal contraption, plate, yeah. I can disarm <laughs> her or whatever. You know, I have this machine. So basically, they get <laughs> Burt Ward to call the doctor." And got talked to Robochick, and Robochick goes on her own over there to, to you know, stop the evil, stop the evil, and gets you know, you know, demolished or whatever. Yep. Which is like, then you're kind of like, okay, well, she hasn't done much anyway, and now she's just like laying down there. Exactly. And the other yeah. guys are doing the action, and you're like, mm-hmm. but they, but they, but somewhere along the line, the, the the professor figured out that those bombs. If if the, if if you disarm one of them, I think they're all going to go off, or they're or they're or if you disarm one, they'll all disarm. You don't have to go individually and disarm them all. But if one gets set off, all the other ones are going to set off because of the, some chain reaction, chain yeah. reaction, or some <clears throat> some stupid thing that Burt Ward didn't like figure out or something. Right. Like that. <clears throat> you remember the blah 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 effect, and you know, okay. Yeah. So, but Robochick ends up like you know waking up. And yep, she she re- restarts herself, and then. Saves the day. Pull that wire. They pull that wire. It doesn't go off. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. They get the briefcase and stuff like that. And then, yeah, the the the, the news reporter. She's like guiding him. Finally, he gets a wire cutter. He cuts the right wire, and no explosions go off. And yeah. you know. And that's it. That's kind of like the end. I mean, there w- there wasn't a whole lot. Um, oh, and 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 I think so there was when there was another scene towards the end. I think we forgot about this. Where I think they were trying to escape. 
in a helicopter and the mayor was running around and he had somehow or another he got he grabbed the bazooka and he blew up no, the helicopter. No, or something the, well like the mayor that. was with the bad guy and and they were in the helicopter and they were trying to figure out and the, another running gag through this they had every every situation they had a book that said like how to fly a helicopter how to build a robo chick how to escape it with a taxi like everything had a how to book and it would clearly said it how to like stand yeah, in the front yeah, yeah. and they would be reading it as they were doing stuff it was very strange i don't know it was like i don't know what that was no, the helicopter Jabbing had all the it, bad yeah. guys in it, right? Yeah. So the mayor actually... No, no, the, the, the chief of police. The chief of police, Yeah, this, the short guy, the short chief of police, yeah. had all these... He was going to kill himself, but he couldn't figure out which gun to use. And then the guy was like, why don't you just shoot down that helicopter? And he was like, oh, okay. And then he had a bazooka in his car. Yeah, something. It was just bizarre. It was. It, this is like, uh, quote-unquote, zany. Yeah, it was... It was, it was, it was, it was there, it was zany. It was yeah, true. and then you know whatever Robo Chick saves the day, and then at the very end of the movie, you get the other Robo Chick, Kathy Shower, who quit the movie, and she shows up for the end scene where like the police officer is taking all the credit for it or whatever. And then in the end, so I'm like, okay, well, <coughs> I mean, yeah. it wasn't great, but it was it wasn't. I mean, it's watchable. Yeah, it was funny. I, if I, you're I, in for that kind of you know, it, it, yeah, if you like weird robot stuff from the '80s, or if you like. That kind of thing where you know the where they're trying to do a knockoff of RoboCop or whatever with women, it, it's serviceable. I give it a, str- a strong six, six yeah, and a half. Same you know, thing. Same six, six. It's watchable. It's very watchable. Very silly. You're in for a long, or not a long. You're in for a funny little goofy romp. Yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's it's a B movie. You're gonna get your action. You're gonna get your you know your your TNA and all that yeah, good stuff. Yep. So, so it's there all you go. Good. It's steep and it's 80s. on YouTube. And it's on YouTube, so you know. For free. You know, it's give, all free. Give it a watch. I'm sure you'll like it. All right, and we're gonna take a trailer break, and then we're gonna come back with our second movie. It's a twofer that have nothing in common. Oh, behave! <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby! Yeah. Boy, you're a vision, a, a miracle. That puzzles me. I'm an optically generated artificial intelligence powered by internal cold fusion in humanoid form with organic augmentation. Shh, don't say that. Don't ever say that. Don't even think that. You're almost human. Girls for Rent, a story as bold as the headlines flashing across our country today, telling of girls available for any purpose to those who have the rental fee. It all starts with a prison camp bust-out from a hellhole where women are treated like dirt. Everybody's heard about Linda Lovelace, Marilyn Chambers, and Georgina Spelvin, the screen's erotic queens. And now you can see Georgina Spelvin, star of The Devil and Miss Jones, at a theater near you in Girls for Rent. What you see on the screen in Girls for Rent is actually happening in the United States today. This motion picture smashes open the dirty world of politicians, party girls, massage, and murder. It was too hot to tell before, but now the lid is off. Looking for some action? The organization's gals have got it in Girls for Rent. Hot-blooded, hot-lipped, and hot-rotting down the highways. These girls can handle any man and any set of roaring wheels. Get ready for something new. Girls for Rent. They'll tire you out and tear you apart in a bedroom or in a brawl. They're hot, wild, and for hire. Girls for Rent. Trapped in the West's most deserted wastelands by killers who get their kicks out of hurting people. They call Girls for Rent to get the job done, from loose love to planned murder. Screeching, screaming, slashing and shooting, they'll always get their man. Girls for Rent. 
Why, hey, 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 what are you looking for under a tombstone in broad daylight? Shh, you'll scare her away. Scare her away? Who? What? What, what? what can you scare away here in a cemetery? My ghoul friend. She's the ghost in the invisible bikini. <laughs> what are you putting me on? Herbie, I know you're broad-minded, but this is ridiculous. No, I'm serious. And you should see her since she traded her bedsheet for a bikini. Well, you must enjoy looking around for a real nothing broad. It's really just that American International is inviting everyone out to the graveyard for a blood-curdling blast with the ghost in the invisible bikini to see Tommy Kirk, Deborah Wally, Aaron Kincaid, Harvey Lembeck, and Jesse White with Nancy Sinatra, and guest stars Basil Rathbone, Boris Karloff, and Susan Hart in the ghost in the invisible bikini in Path A Color and Panavision. Now, you would have to get commercial. Now you scared her away. Ooh. Coordinates of 12-dimensional Hilbert space. Say, you walk even faster than I designed you to. Why is that, I wonder? He's got emotional problems, man. You mean beyond past physical? He's fragile. He's very fragile. Huh? I did not know that. Wow, that was a trailer full of trailers. Big Lebowski there, a little robo chick, and yep. the ghost in the invisible bikini. <laughs> yeah, and baby. Girls awesome. for Rent. <clears throat> wow. With Mr. Sleazy voice. Girl in the Invisible Bikini, that sounds... Ghost in the Invisible Bikini, that's an AIP movie. Really? It's like a beach party. It's like a takeoff on a beach party movie, except that it's not... A, it's Well, it does have a... I think it has a pool. It's a, it's one of the, it's, a, it's an offshoot of the beach party movies. Yeah, it's gotta all be... all those wacky kids. It's gotta it. be no boobs, though. No, I mean I have. We can watch it one time. It's it's <laughs> stupid enough, you know. It's yeah, like a, it's as stupid as a beach party movie. There you go. And it's got Boris Karloff and Basil Rathbone, and uh, I forgot who else is. Now, in who there. is Basil Rathbone? Why does that name sound? Basil familiar? Rathbone was a classic actor from the '40s, and he's best known as Sherlock Holmes. That there was you his go. main uh, claim to fame. Nice, but our claim to fame is this next movie. Not really. What did we do? What's our second movie? We then? got a movie with the Hulk in it, man. The original yeah. Hulk, not not these. Not these computer-generated guys today. This guy was the real deal. This guy is a real Hulk. I saw yes. him at a Comic-Con. Yes. I interviewed him a little bit. He is a giant dude. A big guy. Tall and <laughs> built like a... This is Lou. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. The great <clears throat> Lou Ferrigno. And, and boy, he even now, even in his 60s or whatever, he is gigantic. Yeah, he was in... Uh, well, the movie's called Desert Warrior. It's a Mad Max, I think. Desert Warrior is a Mad Max. You could tell that he was like... You know, how come Schwarzenegger's getting all these roles uh, of the sand, uh, the sandal, sand and sandal? Is that what it, sword and well, sandal? Well, it's not really sword and sandal, but I guess it could be in a way. You know, more a little like bit. A, a little bit of apocalypse. A little bit of apocalypse, a little bit of uh, Mad Max. Yeah. And a little bit of Star Wars, you know, yeah. a little bit. A oh, little bit. boy, there was, yeah, there was a casserole there going, the, the sword and sandal, the Mad Max. Uh, and the Star Wars because yeah, they the did that. Yeah, the sword sandal would have been the sword play and all that. Yeah, the stuff, sword play yeah. and 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 the fact that they're he's dressed like that, like a like a gladiator he style. He had just finished you know? doing Hercules a few years earlier in Italy, so big dude. That was his, uh, you know, that was his claim to fame. But yeah. Anyway, he's <clears> in this movie and he's not being dubbed. It's his real voice. He doesn't have that many lines, but he does his best. And, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't his, bad. I was gearing up for his voice because his voice is um, tough. To, I had a hard time understanding anyone in this movie. Yeah, yeah. They all had <coughs> accents or audio problems where it was kind of like everyone was mumbly and mumbly with some kind of a very hard accent. Yes. So the whole time I'm like, what? Huh? What? Like, my brain is trying to understand what the hell these people just said. I'm not focusing on the movie, you yeah. know? Even as far as just extras that are like, Oh, we got to go around to the backside. It was just like, oh, you don't know what back. And you're like, okay, what, what? You know, like I'm turning this thing up, and it was kind of aggravating. Well, we were watching it on YouTube, so we're not getting the best quality, but right. that's good enough for our purposes. Yeah. So, and I did notice, and because this happens from time to time, this happened with the roller gator, where something is so distracting it aggravates me to the point where I kind of hate the movie. You mean the music? The music or the audio problems, or yeah, if it's uneven, yeah. where. One guy talks like this, and one guy talks like this, and the music comes in, and the sound effects are like this, and you're like, the mix. Yeah, the mix <coughs> the makes mix you so right. like furious that you can't like hardly focus, you know, yeah. on the movie. Not not focus like I'm not so angry. I, I turn into the Incredible Hulk, and you know, yeah, well, like David yeah. Banner, 
you know. No, anyway, so <clears throat> it wasn't that bad. It was know, like it wasn't as bad as I'm saying it, but it was noticeably like. Yeah, actually, the Hulk's real name is Bruce Banner in the books, but they decided to call him David Banner because I guess somebody in in, in TV thought that Bruce was a well Bruce Wayne maybe maybe well no they probably they, they I think they thought that Bruce wasn't a very manly name I guess oh wait so they changed because his name yeah that's in in England or whatever isn't Bruce like I a, don't know, maybe a I slur don't know. I don't way know but yeah they changed his name so you know again why you know well TV you know TV producers it's like do you have a clue you know leave the characters alone but at any rate they rewrote the Hulk anyway it wasn't the same. As a comic books, even though a lot of people that like that or love the comic books love the TV series, so what can I? What, what can you know? Why should I be trashing yeah. it? I think they did a good enough job that it has plenty of fans. But at any rate, this yeah. is set in the future, and um, it's in the future. It's after the apocalypse. Radiation is a big problem. This is another. 80s, yeah, it's this, always a big. This problem, is another man. 80s movie. Um, yeah, we're 80s riffic today. Yes, we are, and. Uh, it, this is another one where you're like, oh, what? So basically, like, <clears throat> Ferrigno is the, the 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 top dog for a a crime lord, like a barbarian tribe. Yeah, they have <clears throat> a radiation scarred. You know, I don't know if you call them mutants, but L- living on the surface, on the Earth's yeah. surface, and then there's like the idealistic cult, or the uh, or the the, the uh, community. That's all science-based. They're living underground. They're not affected by radiation because the doctors have all figured out ways of avoiding it, you know, yeah, of, yeah. of living kind of radiation-free. And they're working on a cure and blah, blah, blah. Right. So you've got the haves and the have-nots, basically. Yep, basically. And, uh, and the, the outer world is, of course, the barbaric cutting people's heads off, sword fighting. Um, kind of like today. Yeah, exactly like today. Women are just uh, used for sex breeding and that breeding, purposes. and that's and that's kind of like and then. The, but at, at the beginning, like it's like uh, Ferrigno's gang finds like three women, and they're like and they grab them, and basically at this point you don't know what they want. They they like he like grabs one of them and he like rips open her blouse. Of course, you don't see anything because I guess this movie was PG thirteen. Yeah, well, this know. was there is no boobs to be found in this one. And and he goes, yeah, she's good, and so they bring her back. To the you know the compound where you know the 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 ba the the lord is there and they're having like some kind of a spectacle like a gla- like a gladiator fight to the death or something yeah Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome yeah right <laughs> right exactly but like in a let to a spin the wheel extent. make a deal you know? and and basically like what's happening is they can't they can't reproduce because of the radiation mm, two men enter one man leaves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking of better movies in my head as we're talking about. Yeah, no. well, anyway, uh, you know, the 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 basically the the the, the overlord. Hey, your your son's being born, or your daughter, or your or your child, and apparently the kid's born dead or born whatever yeah. the radiation. So they can't. They're just they're just gonna die and get extinct. Yeah. So they have to figure out a way to to, pro- like, to propagate to so keep the, going. To keep so they 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 picked up the three girls, and Ferrigno thinks that they could be like breeders or whatever right. and then like there was this was kind of weird so he grabs the one girl and he goes make sure that she's like okay so he grabs her by the ponytail and he pulls her hair and her tail her hair comes right off yeah the top of her head comes off you're so like so basically uh, like i guess that means that she's radiated because your hair's falling out or whatever it's kind of weird it was a know? very weird gross thing and she's like we're all gonna die there's yeah, no exactly, one left and she yeah. goes into this thing and then they they just kill her, right? Don't they? I get, oh, they let her go. I don't even know. I don't even remember what happens to her, you know. So uh. they're all like brooding, blah blah. And on the <laughs> other side, you get like the two, you know, uh, the uh, the kids from the uh, underground scientific people, and, and they're like joyriding or something. This yeah. was where Star Wars influenced it heavily. Yeah. Heavily, it, like yes, yes. There's a compound where these the the smart haves ha- live, you know, underground, and these two plucky kids are well well past their boundary. <clears throat> I don't care. And the girl is the one that's the fiery one, Leia. And I think her name is Sherry Shattux <coughs> or something. And she's been in a lot of things. She was in soap operas, a lot of television. She's still making movie today. I remember, I recognize her, but I couldn't think of her name. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm screwing her name probably, which right. I'm sorry to do that, but I just read about her today. But well, yeah, she has, she's pretty well known. She has very long legs. Yes, she does. <laughs> She's very pretty. And so. they go up and they make a complete ass of themselves. So yeah, anyway, yeah, but I'm bummed. Yeah. Bum, yeah. So, but she, this this is where you see, like, they're in this weird 
a custom like metal car and she's uh and and they're very they're they're all in white they're and all the like Luke Skywalker and the white. Luke Skywalker white and they, that's even how it's kind of fashioned yes. and they have laser guns instead of machine guns and swords you know which is what the the, 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 barbarians, the barbarians have, have. Yeah. so and you're like okay so they're out frolicking la 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 having fun outside of their realm and bad things happen when roving bands of evil come and start shooting they kill the guy she gets captured by this and this is where there's there's lots of barbarian bands like there isn't like barbarian groups not musical bands um so Ferrigno's band or Ferrigno's group is like kind of like the dominant one but there's lots of others there's, there's like one the that kung, looks like they're pygmies. Or they're something. pygmies, and there's the kung fu group. Yes, <clears> which have a bone group, to yeah. pick with him because he, Ferrigno killed their leader by cutting yeah, his head yeah. off. You know. Yeah, and Ferrigno's like radiation scarred. He's got like a patch on one eye. Yeah, he's yeah. Kinda like, he's been hit by, so he's not like you know, he's not heroic yet. He becomes heroic yeah. anyway. <clears throat> so yeah, and basically, the 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 karate group has this girl. And they know she doesn't have radiation, so she's like yeah, worth kid, a lot they, of money. Yeah, they they, they kill the kid. They 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 attack them, and they kill yeah. the guy, and they they save her because she looks like she could be good breeding stock. Yeah, so and that's just like a currency, like like worth exactly. a lot of money. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Ferrigno finds them, and he's like, "Oh no, there's a woman I can offer to to the king and to pay the for me." Or whatever, yeah. So they 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 do this assault on the compound, and it's very odd. And then at the same time, the dad of the girl who's gone missing petitions the the council to go out and get his daughter. And then they're like, "Well, you can go, but then you can't come back." And I'm like, "Well, that doesn't help anything." But whatever. <laughs> so he does. So he goes. Him and him and three guys go out. They're looking for the daughter. So the daughter's kidnapped by the kung fu guys. The 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 halves have uh, the father of the daughter comes goes out with the troops. Two troops. Who's he's a general. Uh, in their army, <clears throat> and he's trying to find his daughter. So the pygmies attack him. He beats them. Ferrigno attacks the kung fu guys, and there's explosions everywhere. Like throughout the movie, this whole thing, a squib from a gun kills like five or six people every time. Yeah. Um, it's they're very, it's very uh, odd. Um, it's a it, mega squib. <laughs> it's a mega squib, and then you'll also. Like, for these skirmishes, you'll see three people run up with a guy, but then these explosions just keep happening. There's, like, people multiplying out of everywhere, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. Clown car syndrome, where there's just, like, where the hell are all these people coming from? I've seen 900 people get blown up. There was five guys with him before, you know? Yeah. And it's... Typical B action. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where you're like, uh, okay. So, so for what, Ferrigno helps her escape. Yeah, but he gets shot in the process. Which is a very poorly done... As opposed to the oh. prostate, but... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he, and he's kind of a load, too. Yeah. One of the things about him in this whole movie is he is inept for a great... <laughs> a, a great I mean, for a he, great warrior. Yeah, or, he's kind of just laying there. One of the funniest things is he finally falls down. She helps him live. And they're kind of falling in love. going through the desert, yeah. And he falls down and she just like goes like, eh, and keeps walking. Like, she's, yeah, right. She's, get up, get up. Oh well, and she just leaves him there like a load, you know. Yeah, so much for love. <laughs> it was kind of, I guess, indicative of the reality, a real life in general. Yeah, 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 real life in general. Well, see you, jerk. Yeah, you yeah. Know? hey, jerk. You know, you're not, you're not pulling your weight. Yeah, I got somebody else that I, uh, you know. Very funny. At any rate, yeah. So she leaves him, but she gets caught again by them, by the baddies, and then they they find him too. Yeah, now, they get him. He's too. a well-known, high-ranking general in the barbarian world. Yeah, right. So they're yeah. like, oh, you know. So they they take him back to the compound with the girl, and and they're like, oh, we'll fix him up, you know. Yeah, but yeah. In the, but in the meantime, then like they're like, no, no, he he fought us because at one point he turned on his own people to yeah. save to save her. He lo- you know, he's like all oh, falling in love, and then um, boy, what the hell happens then? Then the the then the father and the generals find her chained up. That's right. With him, like he's chained up now too. Say so didn't so, and he's like, no, it's true. Uh, you know, I love this girl. Blah blah blah. Well, they never say love, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they're, and, they're in they're in like. Yeah, they're in like together. And 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 then like the father does an assault and one, oh my god one of the funniest things is how much there is so much of that yeah karate chop to the back of the neck yeah and yeah. the and where a guard just like goes 
and just falls down like there's so much of that in this movie. There's if you're a guard, go against a wall because you're yeah. susceptible to a karate chop that will knock you unconscious like just like that. Like yeah. boom, done. Like a Vulcan death grip or <clears throat> yeah. something. Yeah. And it they just kept using it over and over. You're like, yeah. Wow, you know. Yeah. So anyway, they help her escape. Yeah. And then like Lou stays what is it, Lou stays behind or something like that, or they don't oh, they don't want him to they don't want him to come along. At or first they don't, yeah, but then he catches up with him. How does he catch? Because he he, he, re- he gets back with her. Yeah, well, he stays behind. He helps them escape. They they, they oh, and he turns around. That's when he says, yes. "Oh, you turned on me." Like at this point, yeah. he doesn't know. So he helps her escape and then fights him off. Fights him off so they can get away. And then the barbarian king's like, T- "Tell me this isn't true." And he's like, "Oh, it was," you know. And he's like, "Oh, spin the wheel, make a deal." And they put a big head on him and put yeah. him on a donkey. No, wait, that's another movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's Mad Max again. Sorry. Yeah, right, so, right, right. So, so, the, so then they, they take her back, and there's some kind of like power struggle going on in the underground world. And then, and then on the in the meantime, there's a scientist that thinks that he can he's being able to re, re, fix the 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 radiation problem, like he can regenerate you. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's cracked the code. He's cracked the code with some <laughs> little like um you know like little like. A tuning fork that glass yeah. tube with some bullshit in there, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so Ferrigno ends up going back into the. He gets, he gets, he gets into the uh, underground, you know, a place, and the doctor uses him, tests using him as a guinea pig to see if his little tuning fork can fix the radiation. Yeah. So he fixes his like bad eye over some very weird. Yeah. <laughs> It was that thing where, like, they kind of show a time lapse. It's supposed to be, like, instantaneous, but he, he blinks, and then some of the garbage goes away, and then he blinks, and some of the garbage goes it's away. it's not even him. It's some other guy. <laughs> you got some other guy to do the slut. The, the, it's like the Wolfman one. They do, like, little by little, they take off some makeup, yep. and they do, like, the tra- the transforming, and it oh, sure yeah, took dude. hours. Frigno was it. like, no, I won't be doing that. And yeah, he's like, gotta, okay. I'm he's like, I'm going to wear this patch, then I'm not going to wear this patch. And they're yeah. like... Okay, gigantic man, you're right. You know, and you're there. our star. <laughs> yeah, you'll be at the beach that day while you know Luigi gets his face, you know, uh, made up or whatever, and pulled off or you know. So whatever. then, this is kind of where it comes off the tracks a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because he's so you have the internal power struggle where this the general decides that he's going to take over the underground world and be a new guy. A general from the barbarian clan is outside. They followed them to this compound. The the radiation's cured, so they're kind of celebrating. Then the general launches an attack on them. So then everyone runs out, and they start fighting in the desert. And this is where it's super clown car. There is so many people running around, and you're like, where where are these people coming from? Like, yeah. And it's just the nonstop, like, pew, 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 boom. Then people like jump and lay around and pew 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 boom and then they're fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and at this and at this point, <clears throat> Ferrigno is fighting directly with the general that turned evil from the underground. Bear with me, everyone. So, so like he's chasing the guy because he was beating up the girl that Ferrigno loved, or he hit her or something like he was like, nah, I'm gonna take her now. He did like a snidely whiplash and they jumped into a hot air balloon. I'm making that part up. So he's running through the desert, and Ferrigno's chasing him, and man, and he finally he finally kills that guy, and then Ferrigno comes back to the to the Star Wars looking good guys, and he's they're shooting and killing all his old clan, and he's like, oh wait, let me talk, and he says, I want to talk to you, and then the general's like, oh okay, so they go out in the middle of the battlefield, and he's like, look, I I can I'm cured, and we can cure you too, and that's like the end, and you're like. Uh, yeah, yeah, they just hug, uh, and then at the very end, like it's like silhouette of Ferrigno and the girl, and some lame ass oh love song. Oh my god, the love and loving lovers love again, and you're like, oh my god, and then like the they just show like a sunset yeah. over the credits with this horrible like '80s love crap. Yeah, yeah Ferrigno is able to like convince the bad guys, hey. Look at my eye. There's a cure, and everybody loves it. Everybody sings Kumbaya over the campfire, and and you're like, they that didn't know doesn't how to end it. cure they anything. Like they just it. forgot to write the end of the movie. Not to mention that the doctor that cured everybody got killed in the in a skirmish in the underground skirmish, God, just... and there was also some kind of ecological thing where like 
they didn't want people to go outside or something because they was like it would screw the environment on the <laughs> inside or something. There's all sorts of like the, yeah, pseudo uh, you plot know, twist plot stuff. Twist. We, we really dulled down the the, con, the convoluted plot yeah, twists it's and uh, and cul-de-sacs yeah. that you. It's just kind padding, of, as they say in the business. Oh yeah, there, lots there, and lots mm, of it. You there's know? lots of watching people walk through hallways and yeah. walk into rooms and do their pound the chest salutes and. And yeah. oh my God! Yeah, the the one thing about exploitation <laughs> movies is they really don't have enough plot to go past an hour and a half. But in order to get into the past the hour and a half of mode, they have to add all these subplots that just make it more difficult to yeah. watch and more confusing to watch. You know, but again, you know, people don't want to go see a movie that's only seventy minutes long, which would have been perfectly fine at seventy minutes. <laughs> yeah. They want been. it to be ninety minutes or eighty five minutes or a hundred and forty <clears throat> minutes, so they have to add all this garbage that doesn't do yeah. that detracts from anything because it's usually just plot crap. It's yeah, it's, it's and not it's like junk. It's not even anything that that yeah. adds anything. And both of these movies <laughs> have like that going against them, you know. Not to mention budget restrictions and acting and all the other things that make these the kind of movies that we watch on. See now, Robot. now Robo Chick was a tidy little eighty-nine minutes. No, I went one forty-two. No, 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 no. It was Robo Chick longer or this? Oh, this was the shorter this one. This was the shorter, but this Robo felt Chick way longer. Yeah, in to some me, this ways. felt way longer than the other one. In some ways, to me, Robo Chick meandered a bit, but it was still like the comedy was okay. It was funny. It, it kept you like watching, yeah, and laughing. Yeah, it kept you watching, you know. So, and, then, and then, like, I guess the the ladies or whatever. And the you know. the exact op. I mean, not exact opposite. Going into this, I assumed I would like the Desert Warrior more, and Robo Chick would be like kind of eh. Not at all. I, yeah. I mean, I give this one like a a light five. Yeah, same with. I was gonna say like a four point five, but it's not doesn't deserve that. I mean, it's a serviceable movie, but it this this nothing to it. It's just it's just straight up exploitation with nothing special except with no exploitation with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, really. You know, there's no nothing. There's there's things that blew up, you know, and there's fights, but there's not anything else. Yeah, where Robo Chick was funny and yeah, over the top. That's it was it was stupid. Yeah. But it was a stupid that you can either like or not like, so we ended up liking it. Yeah, so, you know, take it for what you will. I would say if you have, if it's a rainy day and you, you want to watch some crazy movies, I and would pick Robo Chick over Desert Warrior all day long. And you got a few beers. And yeah, you know. Go for it. What you, same? Yeah, I agree. All right, that's it for this week. Next week we'll we'll bring you some more wonderful twofers. Although twofers. I think next week we have one that's actually a, a real movie. Yeah, well, we'll see. I haven't watched it in a while. We'll see how real it is. Okay, cool. All right, well, that's it for this week. I'm Mal with me, as always. Dr. Morbius. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week with another movie twofer from Forgotten Movie From your pals at Slow Robot. Yes, that thing.